Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangroofern.com she is the chief podcaster at HK Productions, a, a Kiwi-run podcasting company, and also the host and producer of The C Word, Kiwi's Talk About Cancer. She's here to tell us how she found her voice through podcasting. Please welcome the strong and wonderful Helen King. Hello. Thank you so much. It's so cool to be here. Hi. Thank you so much for giving your time as well. I can't wait to hear what you have to say and how you found your voice through podcasting. So, Please do take the stage and blow us away. And I'll be back. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I will share my screen. Okay. I'd like to share that one. All right. Let's have a look. Can you guys see? Oh, no. And we will do that. Lovely. All right. So I have got my screen up and running. I hope everyone can see that. So that was quite an introduction. I feel that I um, have quite a um, <laughs> standard to, to follow from that introduction. But I am Helen. I am a Kiwi podcaster who came into podcasting, I guess, through journalism and um and just love it. I, I have a passion for podcasting and I really feel like it is this amazing platform for people to create community and create connection and to really share their narrative that may not be, may not necessarily be part of the mainstream. So what I want to share with you today is how I got into podcasting and some of the lessons I've learned because I think one of the biggest things that I, I want to share with you today is that, um, is that it does not need to be perfect. Your, the podcast doesn't have to be perfect to, you know, to start. So I can't make bread, so I made a podcast. Let's, it's kind of tongue in cheek, but it's also a, um, a fact that I cannot make bread. Here is the, the evidence that, um, I can't make bread at all on the left here. Um, but I can make a podcast. And so last year during COVID here in New Zealand, um, we had a, we had a major problem with flour because everyone started um, everyone started making bread and we actually ended up having a flour shortage and that was during during COVID um, during our lockdown and as you can see I can't make bread but during lockdown I really started thinking about making a podcast and and making something that that sort of told my story and told the story around having cancer. So that was when the C word was born, and I just want to give the context to to how this how this came about. So in 2018, I was 37, and I was diagnosed with breast cancer, and it was it it turned my life upside down. 
um, it it was a life changing event. Um, having cancer is something that is um, you can't really put into words sometimes because it is it's sort of there is life before cancer and life after cancer. And I went through about eighteen months of treatment and. It was um, a pretty grueling process to go through that treatment. Um, and I got to the end and people kind of expect you to, to go back to normal, but it's very difficult to figure out what normal is anymore. Um, I think the, the way that life is experienced after you go through something is sort of monumental as a, as a major health incident. Um, it's difficult to, to kind of figure out, you know, where you fit anymore. And I think for me, because I, you know, I come from this journalist background, um, I was, I wanted to, to try and find a way of making sense of it. And so I had been thinking about it. The idea had been bubbling away. And during lockdown, because I couldn't bake, <laughs> I thought I want to, I want to create something and I want to create something that um, tells our story, tells the story of people that have had cancer, but does it in a way that is authentic and real and feels right for people. And so that was when the C word was born. And this is the sort of evolution. You can see I, I'm, I'm not a designer. <laughs> I'm a words person, not a, um, I'm definitely not a designer. But this is a sort of evolution of um, the C word and the, and what it sort of became. So the fundamental thing for me and the one thing that I really, really wanted to do was um, I wanted to create my own narrative. I wanted, I really did not connect with the narrative around cancer um, being, you know, breast cancer being this pink, fluffy disease that wasn't, you know, that was the, the nice cancer. You know, for me, cancer was this brutal experience where it really altered me and I thought um the one way I can really own this is to is to share my story and to share it authentically and so part of the idea for me of podcasting is telling a side of a story where people may connect in with it that has a level of, of authenticity So, who is listening to podcasts at 3 a.m.? Well, I was for a start. So, one of the, I guess one of the, the things for me that really grounded me in this idea was when I was going through treatment, um, I don't know if anyone else has had cancer, if anyone has um, experienced it, that, you know, when you're having chemotherapy, you're often given um, steroids, which means you cannot sleep. And so you're often wanting to listen or watch something at 3 a.m. And I discovered this amazing podcast um, made by the BBC, made by cancer survivors. And it was like this, these voices coming through the headphones at three o'clock in the morning that were talking and sharing my story. And I connected with it and I, and it helped me feel, um, it just helped me feel less alone. 
at that moment because, you know, cancer is a grueling process and there are times where, you know, it's really, really tough. And the people who get that are others who have experienced that, who understand what is going on at 3am 3, 3 in your head post-chemo. Okay, so that is a, a very quick overview of um of the C word and I guess the the how it came to be. So during lockdown, as I mentioned, the I guess the seed of the idea started and from there I started thinking, how am I going to do this? How am I going to take this idea and turn it into something? And I had I sort of dabbled in it being a video series, but I think because my background is in broadcasting um, and, and radio, I've always loved it. I've always loved that sort of that medium. I think that um, audio only is, um, you know, there's a real strength in that. And so i I went where I felt comfortable, and that was in audio. And I um, I pitched the idea to a local um, community radio station, and um, they loved it. And so the C word actually um, firstly goes out on a radio station and then goes out across podcast um, channels. And that's kind of where we started. And... What I love about podcasting is that it's actually, I think it's quite an intimate medium. People are invested in, you know, tuning into what you have to say. And I think, you know, a lot of us listen to it when we've got our headphones in and, um, which means it's, it's a person listening to your voice, listening to your, creation and I think that often when you uh, have created a podcast um, that's talking about you know cancer or maybe um, mental health or you know experiences that certain people will connect with um, creating that intimacy also creates um, I guess this feeling around your podcast that you're making it for your listener so which really, I think, brings it down to, I think, authenticity um, is one of the things that I believe is um, really key in podcasting. Um, I think that people want authentic experiences and they want to hear authentic experiences. And I've um, put up some examples here of, um, these are some quotes that I often, I pull from, from my episodes and um, as a way of, I guess, um, letting people know that the, the episode is coming up. I put up a, a quote so they can, you know, link into it. But I like to pull quotes that really hone in on what my guests are saying. And then the flip side of that is you can see with my Facebook posts is that um, what I've really found is that the Facebook posts for me that do the best um, are when I'm really honest and I share a part of myself or I share a part of my journey um, that I know other people going through cancer are really going to um you know, that I know that they will connect in with. So, for instance, the, the first one um, about my hair growth is something when you've, when you've lost all your hair through chemo, um, it is something that you become 
quite um, obsessed with when it starts growing back um, is how is it going to grow back? And, you know, that post for me got a lot of engagement and it it really generated um, conversation um, on my Facebook page. And the same with, you know, when I talk about, um, you know, going to get scans or going to get tested, it just... I find when I share a part of myself, I don't have to share everything, but if I let people in and I let people in um, to know a little bit about myself is when I find I get really, really good engagement. So the other thing that I have learned around, um, you know, podcasting and building on my community and building an audience is to go where your listeners are. So I, what I've learned about my listener is that they are usually women, um, on the whole, probably about 90% of my listenership are women. Um, they are usually around about 45 plus. Um, and I think I do get a lot of women who've had breast cancer and in New Zealand, especially people within that, I guess, cohort, they hang around, um, Facebook. And so that's where I am. I, I do have um, Twitter and Instagram, but they are not so much, I guess, where I really plug my um, podcast a lot or really go in terms of that community side of things. Um, I really do build up on Facebook because I know that that is where my listenership is. Um, and the other interesting thing about what I've learned about my listeners is I mentioned before that I primarily go out on a, um, a radio station. And interestingly, that is still where I get most of my downloads is via their website. You know, I do have Spotify. I'm across all the, you know, the main um, podcasting platforms, but by and large, my listeners will still go to um, the radio station page and download and, and listen that way. I do have some on um, Apple. Um, they do seem to also go on Apple. But I I think it's interesting. I think that, um, you know, we can let people know um you know, there, there are those sort of stock standards. Yep, it's great to be across all your podcast um, platforms and it's really great to, you know, be in a lot of places so people can come across your product. But if your listeners are, you know, just on Facebook or as I've um, learned, is that they are more often than not, they are on, um, they are on the radio station website then that's you know that's okay that is where I have my um most of my interactions okay so I've put a couple of screenshots up here because I think you know I'm it's a, a big on authenticity and I'm happy to show you my stats and all of those sorts of things so on the um this top left hand side are my podbean stats and you can see there I do have a decent amount um of downloads across there um but as I mentioned I most of my downloads come via the planet fm um website and also via iTunes so 
that download number is just across one platform. Um, and I, I think the last time I really collated and, um, you know, and sort of had a look at where I'm at with my downloads, I was at about 5,000 and I started this podcast in July, August of last year. Um, and so I think that's, yeah, I mean, I feel pretty cool about that. And the reason is, is that podcasting is a long game. It is, it is surprisingly, um, intense. It is surprisingly intensive in terms of what you need to put into it. And there have been times where I'm like, Oh man, you know, why aren't I in the top 10? Or, um, you know, occasionally, I mean, recently I hit the, um, I got into the, um, is it the health and fitness iTunes charts in South Africa? I have no idea why, but hey, that's, you know, that's amazing if my humble podcast is reaching South Africa. Um, but on the whole, what I like to focus on is that I have a consistent audience of around about 200 for every episode. Sometimes it goes up, sometimes it goes down. Um, and yeah, it would be amazing if I had thousands of people every episode. But what I love is that I'm reaching 200 people consistently who are coming back. And I think for what I'm doing, what I love about that is occasionally they get in contact with me and I get these beautiful messages saying, I love what you're doing. Thank you. You've helped me so much. You are what I listen to while I'm sitting in the chair getting my chemo and you help me not feel so anxious. And so even if there were 10 people who were listening and they all felt that way to me for what I'm creating, that's amazing. You know? Um, and so is my, the amazing uh, manager at at Planet FM often says to me, that's what you need to focus on is actually, you know, it's the long game. It's not, you know, just, you know, quick wins and stuff. And I think also, you know, I've heard it said before of concentrating on a really quality product, you know, um, you can put out heaps and heaps of content, but if it's not very good, people aren't going to engage and they're not going to keep wanting to come back. And it, which is kind of what I'm talking about again is downloads aren't everything. Um, I think there was a fantastic speaker yesterday, um, who talked about the percentages. Um, and I think if you have 200 each episode, you're in the top 50%. I thought that's fantastic. But if you're not, it doesn't matter. And so I've given my stats here for my latest podcast. I've called I Can't Make Bread, so I made a podcast. And what I'm doing there is as much as I love my C-word podcast, I'm talking about cancer um, a lot can be quite an emotionally draining thing. And so it's just my way of having a little bit of fun. And I talk to other podcasters, talk to other people about how they tell their story. How do you do it? Um and I've had 18 downloads over two episodes and (laughs) that's okay. I'm doing it because I love it. I'm doing it because, um, I get to talk to some really interesting people from across the world. And, you know, I, 
am someone who really enjoys the technical side of podcasting. I do all of my um, editing myself. I do all the promotion. So it's it's kind of like just me having a little bit of fun and it not being, you know, it's not a heavy topic um, as cancer can be at times. So it's saying that what I wanted, I want to spend a little bit of time on this last one. And to be honest, I feel like I could say I could make an entire presentation on all the mistakes I have made as a new podcaster. And so what I want to say to you is that if you're a new podcaster, if you're someone thinking about it, you will make mistakes and it is totally fine. I have made so many mistakes as a podcaster. Um, and, you know, sometimes, you know, when I've been reading up on podcasts and things and there's the tips about, you know, make four first and then launch. I didn't do that. I didn't do I can see why now in retrospect that you should do that. But I think for me, um, I was lucky in a way that I have a radio background, so I was used to having to produce something every week, and so it wasn't too much of a stretch for me to be able to put together a show and do that weekly and, and the editing and things. So I, I'm probably someone who um, doesn't love rules, doesn't love authority, and so I won't always do things the, you know, the normal way. Um, but that's, you know, it's okay to make those mistakes. And um, what I would really encourage people to do is to have fun with what you're doing. I mean, this is what I love about being a, um, about being an indie podcaster is that you're not really tied to anyone. You're not tied to a network. You're not tied to a boss saying you need to do it like this. It's your product and it's your story and it's your baby as such um is so do you know have fun with it and that's kind of what I have done with the c word and what I'm doing with I can't make bread is that I'm kind of you know you feel out what works and what doesn't what I've really found and what I've learned with the c word is that um I have tried to do sort of uh, what how do I put it so Last year in New Zealand, we had an election, so I sort of focused on some election stuff. And those episodes did okay. <laughs> they, you know, they, they were okay. The episodes that do really well for me are the episodes where I concentrate on a person and their story. And so um, I actually feel like you don't always learn this stuff unless you make mistakes, unless you play around, unless you go, oh, I wonder if this thing will fit. And if it doesn't, it's not a big deal because you're learning. And I am very much someone that believes that we, you learn by making mistakes. Um, and that's the same thing with your artwork, with your audio, you know, your music and all of those things is just try stuff out and have fun. Um, it doesn't have to be perfect. Um, my podcasts certainly are perfect. Um, and I think that's that's the beauty of it is that to me we have these different groups of types of podcasts. You have stuff that you know the big networks make. They've got huge teams of people behind it being able to you know um, do the production, do all of that stuff. But if you're one person doing your podcast, then it's 
it can be a bit fast and loose. Um, I think, you know, you can just be someone sitting in your spare room with a microphone talking to people across the world. And as long as your audio is clear, then, you know, just keep going. And I guess um, I heard it yesterday where someone gave that fantastic, I think it was woman Karen Vaughan gave a fantastic piece of advice of just to start and just do it, which I'm sorry, sounds a bit cheesy and like a Nike ad, but I, I would, I love that. I think that we can get really stuck in um, our ideas and thinking, oh, what if it's not, you know, the be- what if it's not perfect? But what I would say to you is that if you've been sitting on an idea and worried that, you know, you're only going to get a few downloads, just start, just do that first episode because you will not know what you need to do better until you start. So I know I've probably been hammering that home in lots of different ways, but I, I feel so passionate that podcasting is this um platform especially for minority people for um you know minority voices especially um that that you can get a story and a voice out there um that isn't sort of you know I guess created by someone else so definitely just start um so that's kind of what I've got for today there is so much more I could say I loved podcasting so much I started my own little company it is very new um at the moment but I have got a couple of regular clients um and I guess one of the things that I really want to focus on this year is starting to um really help other women um get into podcasting and so you know if you are interested I offer you know a free um, 30 minute consultation because I, I know that sometimes that anxiety about, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. Um, and if you just have that person who can sit down and, and be your cheerleader and say, well, this is where you need to go. Um, that's what I really love doing. And that's what I've started doing with my, um, company HK Productions. Um, yeah. And I just want to, I want to see, lots more indie podcasters out there because I just think, yeah, there are so many of us, but there are so many opportunities for people to, um, you know, to share these stories and create their own narratives that will connect with other people. So thank you so much for allowing me to present. I'm so, yeah, I'm so happy to have been able to be part of this very first podfest. Thank you so much, Helen. Um, if anything, what I got from your the biggest takeaway for your from your talk is that it's really a journey. Being a podcaster is a journey and a process, and you will go through ups and downs, and breakdowns and breakthroughs. But on top of that, all the experiences that you got from that journey will bring you to where you want to be. Right? Yes. So yeah, thank absolutely. you so much, Helen. Thank you so much, Helen. I've learned so many things, and I'm pretty sure our participants learned a thing or two, so or so much more than that. And guys, if you have <laughs> questions for Helen, then you may go to hop in, go to session Q and A Q and A session, and you may ask her questions or connect with her or network with her. Thank you so much, Helen. Thank you. All right.
This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com.